0: and welcome to the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Please join me as I share the Body, Mind and Soul approach that helped me to lose over 150 pounds of weight after over 30 years of countless failed dieting, starting from age 9. I am a qualified nutritional therapist, low-carb expert, stress management consultant, sleep mindset psychology of weight loss, holistic fertility, fasting, and coaching. I'm also a writer, blogger, and in a previous slide, I practiced as a qualified lawyer. Let's do this! Hello and welcome to episode 54 of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Today, I would like to talk about 10 lies we tell ourselves about being overweight And perhaps these are things you found yourself saying to yourself or have heard from others. We live in a society that can be very obsessed with body images. And as we discussed in episode 26, does the perfect body actually exist? Spoiler alert, it doesn't. We're all imperfectly perfect. And in episode 25, we talked about rocking out your current size rather than waiting until you've reached a goal weight to make the best of your body or your body size. And if you haven't listened to episodes 25 and 26, please do so as they are very, very important. However, if you're not happy with your current size, it is very important to tell yourself the truth. Instead of making excuses repeating misinformation, repeating myths, and even outright lies, whether consciously or unconsciously, as to the reason why you're not the size that you wish to be. So in today's podcast, I want to examine 10 common lies we tell ourselves about being overweight and also to explore the truths behind each of these 10 excuses. So, in no particular other, number one, I have big bones. One of the biggest lies we tell ourselves is that one is overweight because they have big bones. Okay, come on. We have all seen photos or models of skeletons. And I have never seen a fat or overweight skeleton. And if you have seen one, please send me a picture on my Instagram, Bells Low Carb World. It's just a bunch of Strangly bones. And while I agree that bone structures may differ, I do not accept that bone structures may differ so significantly as to make a big difference to body weight. The reality is that this myth often serves as a cover-up for unhealthy lifestyle choices. When somebody insists that, oh, they're not big, they just have big bones, I'm so sorry, but I do not accept that as an excuse. Number two, I'm gaining muscles and muscles weigh more than fat. Okay, how many times have you heard people say this? Sometimes when people gain weight on the scale, they blame the weight gain on bulking up or gaining muscles. But this doesn't really make too much sense when you analyse the hell out of it. Muscle gain is a slow and gradual process, and you don't necessarily wake up one day and overnight you have gained so much muscles as to make such a big difference to the scale. Also, muscles don't really weigh more than fat. Let's think about that for a minute. And what I mean by this is that one pound of muscle still weighs one pound. Just as losing one pound of fat, you've lost one pound. And a rapid weight gain is more likely attributed to excess fat accumulation or even excessively retaining water because you have eaten far too many carbs that need water to be stored as glycogen instead of a sudden and overnight gain in muscles. So if you hear yourself trying to make these excuses, you really need to step back and really think about it. Have you gained weight because of what you ate yesterday or the day before? Have you gained weight because you've kind of eaten far too much, even if you've been eating low carb? Have you gained weight because you ate far too many carbs yesterday? Have you gained weight perhaps because you've eaten far too much salty food? Salt is not the enemy. There's nothing wrong with salting your food to taste. But if you've put a huge bunch of salt in your food, you might retain some water. Have you gained weight just because, well, you've gained weight because you haven't been on your plan. You haven't been on your game. So instead of, even if you've been exercising, instead of blaming the muscles on the weight gain, tell yourself the truth and slowly examine why you have gained the weight. Number three. I am overweight because I have a slow metabolism. Hmm, do you really have that slow metabolism you claim is the reason why you're overweight? If you're consistently doing the right thing and losing a pound or two pounds a week, then there is nothing wrong with your metabolism. The problem may just be staying consistent. I totally accept the metabolic rage differs from individual to individual. However, the impact of metabolism on weight gain tends to be, ooh, exaggerated. Often, lifestyle choices such as diet, sleep, stress management, water, fasting and intermittent fasting, and all the kind of stuff we talk about on the podcast play a more significant role in weight management than metabolic rate alone so if you find yourself saying oh i've only put on weight because my metabolism is very slow i need you to examine those sentences are you actually being consistent with doing the same thing week in week out week in week out even when it feels a bit boring even when it feels a bit semi are you staying consistent because if you're staying consistent chances are you will be losing a pound or two pounds a week Don't worry about everybody on the internet who claim to be losing five pounds, six pounds, 10 pounds every single week. Don't worry about them. Do you? If you're losing a pound or two pounds a week, there is nothing wrong with your metabolism. Just keep going, keep going, keep going. Number four. Oh, I only eat a little. I only eat healthy foods and I still gain weight. If I even look at a piece of cake, I gain weight. Okay, let's look at this particular excuse. Like we've discussed in the earlier episodes, episodes four and episode five, it is very easy to overeat unless you eat slowly, consciously, removing distractions when you're eating and even taking photos of what you're eating. That imp will always be there telling you that, you haven't eaten that much, have some more, have some more, have some more. Are you sure you only ate a little? I have seen people claim this, oh, I don't eat that much. And then you see them polish place after place after place of food. But they're still telling themselves that lie of, oh, I don't eat that much and I'm gaining weight. Really? Take a picture of your food consistently for a full one week and look at your food and compare and see whether you're really not eating that much. Okay, so the bit that goes hand in hand with this excuse is oh I eat healthy food and I still gain weight. But what is your definition of healthy food? Believing that one's diet is consistently healthy is a common self-deception, and I totally get that because I have been there myself. I have had times in my life where I was eating massive amounts of carbohydrates as prescribed by dietitians who knew nothing. And all I got for my efforts were weight gain. Just, I just kept gaining the weight. And if you listen to my story in the early episodes of this podcast, you'll understand what I mean by this. So I sometimes believe that people that say, oh yes, but I eat healthily. But if you actually dial back on what they're eating, Unfortunately, their definition of healthy diet might not just be what we accept right now this minute as being healthy. They might still be having a huge amount of sugar, a huge amount of starch, a huge amount of processed food, a huge amount of those bad carbohydrates. And yes, I really sympathize that they've been lied to and told that their food is healthy. But perhaps these food that are making them to gain the weight, are simply just not healthy. Number five, it's genetic. Everyone in my family is overweight and I have inherited the same body type and that's why I am overweight. Okay, I don't believe this at all. I don't believe that weight gain is because of genetics. It's probably epigenetics, meaning that you're probably being influenced by the family environment that eating the way the people in your family eat and therefore gaining weight like the people in your family. I accept that genetics can influence body size to some extent. However, diet and lifestyle choices are critical and crucial in determining the overall health and weight of all of us. Blaming genetics for weight gain can simply be a way of avoiding taking responsibility for one's choices and one's habits. And rather than blame genetics, use the way those family members are eating to determine what you should not be doing and what you should not be eating and carve out a healthy lifestyle and diet for yourself that will allow you to finally Cut that cycle of obesity if that runs in your family and carve out your path in life that is healthier, slim, healthy body, healthy mind, strong body and be different from everybody else and of course be that change that everybody in your family would like to see and help to influence them to make better choices. And don't hide on the genetics. Don't hide on the saying that, yeah, I'm only overweight because everybody is overweight. I've inherited my mom's being overweight. That is just simply not true. You can make the choices. You can change your lifestyle, incorporating everything we talk about on this podcast. And you can change the food you eat. 90% of the food we eat will determine our weight. You've got that in your power. Genetics haven't got the power over you when it comes to how your body is today. So number six, I'll start my diet tomorrow. I will start my diet on Monday. I will start my diet next week. Please, if this is you, tell yourself the truth. Please go back and listen to episode 17, Tomorrow Never Comes. Which tomorrow are you planning to start looking after yourself? Which Monday? Is this a question of the tomorrow that will never come? How about starting right now, this second, listening to my voice with the next thing you eat or drink? How about starting with drinking some more water right now? How about going to bed 30 minutes earlier than you did yesterday? Procrastination often creeps in, and the promise to start a diet tomorrow becomes a repeated mantra that never happens. This lie can hinder your progress and it will feed into those unhealthy habits that are stopping you from losing weight and making lifestyle changes. Stop waiting for tomorrow to start making changes that will make you happier in the long run, that will prolong your health, that will prolong your lifespan, that will prolong you getting to an older age with The ability to do those things that you want to be able to do. Ability to play with your grandchildren. Ability to play with your great-grandchildren, even. Ability to get up from the floor. Ability to get up from chairs. Ability to carry your grocery shopping. Ability to be one of those healthy old people who you can see in shops, still independent, still walking away without spending your latter years in hospitals, very boring, tediously boring hospital appointments upon appointments upon appointments and being a burden, not just to yourself, but to your loved ones. You want to be able to enjoy your life for as long as possible. So make those changes today. Don't procrastinate until tomorrow that will never come. Do something right now, this minute. And send me a message on my Instagram, bells Local world, and tell me what you've started doing today. Pause this podcast right now. Send that message. Pledge what you're going to start doing today to make that difference rather than lying to yourself about a tomorrow that will never come. So number seven, I'm happy with my body as it is being overweight. I don't want to be anything else. I'm very happy. Okay, this number might be a little bit controversial. Body positivity is an amazing trait. And like we've talked about in various podcasts, including episodes 25 and 26, which I mentioned earlier, rock your current size, be totally happy with who you are today. Rock it, you're perfect as you are today. However, when no one is watching or listening to the BS we tell ourselves, or other people you need to determine whether you are truly happy with your current weight and whether you need to do something to lose the weight being happy with your current body is something I agree 100% with that doesn't mean that you should be in denial if for health or other reasons you need to make some diet and lifestyle changes and to lose the weight true to yourself. Expressing contentment with one's body while simultaneously harboring insecurities or dislikes for your current body is a form of self-deception. It is essential to acknowledge your true feelings and work towards genuine self-acceptance. For sure, Thank your body today for everything you've been through and everything that body has gone through to carry you through throughout life up to today. Love the hell out of your current body. Love yourself. Be body positive. I totally accept that. I totally promote that. I totally want you to be body positive with who you are right now the second. However, that doesn't mean that you need to lie to yourself. That doesn't mean that you don't need to make changes. If you know that you need to lose weight, you know that you need to lose weight, do something about it for your health, for your lifestyle, for any of the countless reasons in your why video why you need to lose weight. Yes, you're happy with yourself right now, but you still need to lose weight. Love the hell out of today's body the same way you will love the hell out of your body once you've lost weight. Okay, so number eight, I only gain weight because I'm stressed out. In episode 39, we talked about stress and we talked about its impact on the immune system, on weight loss and general health. And if you're under some stress and you haven't listened to episode 39, please do so right now because it is such an important episode. And stress is so important to get a big control over. There is no denying the fact that stress can contribute to weight gain. The flip side of that is that some people also lose weight when they are stressed. And we have all heard the expression, the heartbreak diet where you're going through some heartbreak, you don't want to eat, and you lose a bunch of weight. And if you're stressed, then be proactive in managing those stresses instead of using them as an excuse to gain weight, as an excuse to go around and binge on crap. Don't use the fact that you're going through stresses as an excuse to just keep gaining the weight. Attributing any weight-related issue solely to stress overlooks other important factors such as what you're actually eating your diet sleep water sunshine and other lifestyle choices so don't hide under stress as a reason for being overweight and if there are things stressing you out why don't you just flip that coin And say to yourself, I have no control over the things causing the stress. That is assuming you don't have a control over the issues that are causing you stress. But there is something you can have control over what your own hand puts into your own mouth. Take that control. Take control of something that you can control. And during that stress, support your body by eating better. Eating better when you're under strain and stress will also help you to cope with whatever is happening even better. Remember the happiness diet that we've talked about. Eat well when you're under stress. And help yourself to cope better with those stresses. Don't use stress as an excuse to overeat and then gain weight. Because what you're doing is just storing up even more problems for the future. Because sooner or later, you might want to do something about all the weight gain. And that's just more problems for the future. Okay, and if you're going to stress right now, I wish you all the very best in coming out on the other side where it's light and easier and I wish you all the very best. Okay, number nine, I'm not just that overweight. I'm not that big. I'm all right. This sort of lie is followed by excuses like, oh, I only look big because of what I'm wearing in that picture. Oh, I'm only big because I'm on my period. Oh, I'm only big because of menopause. Oh, I'm only big because of the way I'm standing and all sorts of excuses and excuses. and excuses. We're also an increasingly overweight world, especially in the Western world where being overweight or even being obese is increasingly becoming the average. Comparing oneself to the societal standards of people who are seriously overweight can lead to a distorted self-image. Everyone else being massively overweight doesn't mean that you're not that overweight. What is your weight and height on the BMI scale? And I actually think the BMI is an outdated mode, but we can still use it as a guide for normal weight, for being overweight, for being obese, for being massively obese, for being super morbidly obese. More importantly, it's still being used by the medical community. However, what I think is more important is your waist to hip measurement ratio. Which gives you the likelihood of metabolic illnesses like strokes, heart attacks, type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, and in our COVID world, even having a bad incident of COVID. It is also important to focus on your personal health and well being rather than using external benchmarks like, oh, everybody else is overweight and grossly overweight such as thinking that you're not that overweight compared with everyone else because they are massively bigger than you, you still have to accept that you're overweight. It doesn't matter if all your family members or all your friends or everybody else in your community or most people in your community or whatever are so much bigger than you. If you're overweight, you're still overweight. And if you want to do something about that, then don't use everybody as the barometer with which you judge your weight. The fact that they're all so much bigger than you doesn't mean that you need to judge yourself by their unhealthy body weights. Okay, Number 10, I'm overweight because I've tried everything, nothing works, I've tried everything. Really? Have you really tried everything and nothing works? Have you consistently tried the low-carb way of eating and all of the 20 things we talked about in episode 3 consistently for 6 months? without cheap days, and you haven't seen a big difference in your weight. This lie often emerges from frustrations, and this lie can hinder your progress. In reality, successful weight management requires consistency, patience, and a holistic approach that includes healthy eating, sleep, stress, mindset, and all those 20 things in episode 3. And if you listen to episode 30 on the role of consistency, patience and time in reaching your weight loss, diet or fitness or other goals. Also listen to episode 31 on how to break down overwhelming weight or other goals into bite-sized, easily achievable goals. So next time you say, Oh, I'm overweight because I just simply can't lose weight. I've tried everything and I just simply can't lose weight. Oh, that's why nothing works. Nothing works. Nothing works. Don't make this a self-fulfilling prophecy that nothing works. Commit to something. Commit to the low carb way of life and give it some time. Give it six months. Even give it one month. One month of consistency, patience and time. Keep a diary, keep a food diary, keep a lifestyle diary and keep going, keep going, keep going. If you have a week where you haven't lost weight, listen again to episodes 30 and 31 and keep going. And just don't say, oh, nothing works. So I'm just going to be overweight and just keep on piling on the weight. Nothing works, nothing works. Because I challenge you that Something will work. Low carb will work for you. But you need to commit to consistency, patience and time. Don't give up so easily. And just keep continuing with that expression. Saying to yourself and lying to yourself that nothing works. When you haven't given it your all. You haven't been consistent and patient. And allowing the time to pass. And keep going. Keep going. It will work. So... 10 lies we tell ourselves about being overweight. By unmasking these common lies we tell ourselves, we can better understand the factors influencing our weight and make informed choices towards a healthier lifestyle. We have to embrace honesty and embrace self-reflection as the first step towards breaking free from these self-deceptions and lies that we tell ourselves and instead making positive changes in both our physical and mental well-being. We've got this. You've got this. We've totally got this. We're so going to smash this. You're going to smash this. You've totally got this. Well done. Well done. Keep going. Well done, you. And on that positive note, that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Have a great week and I hope to see you next time on the next episode of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Take care and bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. If you like this podcast, please do me a huge favour and like, subscribe, share with your family and friends and please review this podcast so that other people can find us. Please see our show notes for any links referred to in the episode. If you wish to connect with me on social, my Instagram is Bells World. that is B-E-L-L-E-S lowcarb, W-O-R-L-D. I hope you join me next week for the next episode of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Have a fantastic week and thank you. This podcast is for informational purposes only. This podcast does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Thank you.